Okay, so everyone who follows this podcast knows I'm a big fan of Notre Dame football. And there was big news this week that head coach Brian Kelly left the university to become the head coach at LSU. So when I heard the news, I was shocked, but I wasn't mad, I wasn't upset. You know, I, I, I heard the contract was 10 years, $95 million, so I understand financial security. It's a great chance to win a national championship. I know he felt he could win one at Notre Dame. Every coach feels you're going to win one wherever you are, but LSU has a little different academics, and it's easier to get some players in there. Notre Dame's got higher standards. You have to meet a certain criteria to get in, so I get that. And I'm not going to pile on him. If you watch some of his videos, especially at the LSU basketball game, when he starts using a Southern accent to say, my family, he's trying to... Now, I know he's from Massachusetts, but he's not from Southern Mass. So he's already got that LSU trying to get that Southern twang thing going. It's on Twitter. It's it's pretty funny because it was like... <laughs> it was actually, it was kind of funny because all of a sudden he just sounds like he's trying to be a Southern man and from the north coming down there, whatever. So he came from Cincinnati, Brian Kelly. And he turned the program around at Notre Dame because they weren't, they were kind of in the doldrums. They weren't doing well. He made the national championship game. They lost. He's made the college playoffs a couple of times. It didn't go so well. He's the winningest coach in the history of Notre Dame football. So he'll always be in the lore of Notre Dame football. You're always going to say it's going to be Brian Kelly first, Newt Rockney second. So he's won more games. So he has that. But he would even say in interviews, I'm the great, you know, I'm the winningest coach in Notre Dame that's never won a national championship. Now he's not alone on that because they haven't won one since 88 and Lou Holtz. So it's been a very long drought between 1988 to 2020. You know, so I get that whole, you know, you want to win, it's ego, it's money. He said he didn't, wasn't planning on leaving Notre Dame. His agent, you know, started to hear rumblings because the USC job was open and then Lincoln Riley from the Oklahoma Sooners took it. And then they wanted Lincoln Riley at LSU. He said, no, I'm going to go to USC. They wanted another coach. Jimbo Fisher was their number one guy that they wanted at LSU, but he's at Texas A&M and said, I got a great recruiting class. I'm not leaving to go to LSU. So Brian Kelly is the pick. So, look, you want somebody to do well. I don't have any animosity towards Brian Kelly leaving. It's not like, how dare you leave the fighting Irish, whatever. He said he didn't want to go. I'll take him at his word. But this, look, $95 million over 10 years, use of a private jet for your family for a certain amount of hours, a year, month, a year, whatever it is. I get all that. That's, that's fine. Now, it could have been handled a little bit better. Absolutely. But it's tough when you're breaking up with somebody to handle it well. Because the news leaked while he was on a recruiting mission to in, in California. Why he had some of his assistant coaches also were on d- these recruiting visits. And they didn't know. They get a text saying, as he, one of the, um, I don't know which one of his assistants were at a house and tell him, hey, <clears throat> we got our coach. Don't worry. He's going to be here. He leaves the recruit's house, gets a text. And that's the rumor. I don't know if it's all worked out that way. Brian Kelly takes head coaching job at LSU. So 
Nobody kind of knew this. It was kind of a bang-bang thing. Now, could he have waited, like I said, if he, LSU wanted him? But he's got a kind of a history of this. He's done it at other schools. When he left Cincinnati, there was kind of a garbage way he left. People were ripping him for that. But it was to take the Notre Dame job. So now Notre Dame gets the same kind of treatment in a way. And now, but what made me very happy, very happy, is that they hired Marcus Freeman, who was a defensive coordinator for the first year at Notre Dame. He came from Cincinnati University. He's 35 years old. He is, uh, I'll just say this, he's the, per the choice that I wanted when I heard that, they were, that he left. This guy is just, he's young, 35, six kids. He's a great- 35? He's a great communicator. He's a great recruiter. And the other thing is only one coach from the staff that Brian Kelly was going to LSU left. Everybody else stayed. So that says a lot about what they think about him as the coach. You know, other guys could say, well, I'm going to go to LSU. They pay better. They pay their assistant coaches a lot of money down in LSU. I mean, they're paying off contracts of two other coaches because they fired Ed Ogeron, who won a national championship just two years ago, and he's out the door. Because just like that, I started working for uh, LSU. You know, so these are the things that, you know, and I don't blame them. I'm not upset. I'm thrilled. And if you saw on Twitter, when he was in, after he was announced, he came in to the team, you know, to the team facility and everyone screamed, got up, jumped, hugged. It was unbelievable. So if the players want you, the assistant coaches want to stay, then I can't knock Brian Kelly for going. This is the best choice. I don't know what's going to happen. Is he going to win a national championship, Marcus Freeman? Who knows? But this is the best choice for them. They're younger. They're, they're, they're uh, offensive coordinator. Tommy Reese is 29 years old. He played football at Notre Dame. He was asked to go. He said, I'm staying here. I'm not going. We're going to win a blank national championship, he said, at Notre Dame. So if you have that, you got to go with that. I mean, I can't be mad at Brian Kelly for $95 million. If you feel that that's the best thing for your family, he talked it over with his family, he talked it over with his wife. The AD of Notre Dame said that he felt that, you know, he said that, oh, Brian Kelly's feeling maybe he's reached his peak or whatever. But Brian Kelly in an interview said, no, I had no intention of leaving until this offer came, until I talked to the AD at, at LSU. And his agent, of course, was involved first. So... It wasn't during the season, he said, but LSU had lost a couple of coaches that they wanted. Brian Kelly is one of the best out there. Like I said, he's won the most games at Notre Dame. I love Notre Dame, but if somebody wants to go, you can't keep somebody there. If you're the head coach and you're maybe not feeling it or thinking, geez, I can do everything I can do here, get the best players I can get, but it's still not good enough to beat the Alabamas or the... Texas A&M's or the Georgia's of the world. I can go recruit at LSU. And if you recruit the state of Louisiana, tremendous talent down there. So they stay home. He's there. And he's going to be in the SEC coaching against Nick Saban, coaching against uh, Jimbo Fisher. All these great talents, all these great coaches, now he's part of it. And it's ego, too. You want to have on your resume, like, you know, every actor would love to get an Academy Award, right? 
you know, every Broadway actor wants to get a Tony. You know what I mean? You want that, you want to make the Hall of Fame if you... This will secure him in the Hall of Fame. He's going to get there anyway for coaching or whatever in the college football. Well, if thing. he wins, but he'll still get in with his resume anyway. Well, he'll get in with his resume now. I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, I no. have no dog in this fight. I don't. No, care. no. Look, I could bash him, but it's been done so well on Twitter. Uh, I'll okay. let him go. So for, I mean, no, I know Melissa's hugely wrapped up in all of this, and I'm just well, Melissa you, was shocked just, too. I, I, I just mean, I, stunned. Really? She stunned Melissa. Me. Yeah, but okay, so. For us, I mean, maybe Mikey knows a little bit more, but like, so that this is, I don't really, how is this being received by the people at Notre Dame? Now, the people who cheered, was that the That Louisiana, was the players. At Louisiana I, or at no, Notre Dame? No, that was the players at Notre Dame when Marcus Freeman got, when he came but in. But how did they feel about? Well, let, let's put it this way. There was there was a, um, a meeting that he held at 7 a.m. the day after it leaked, and he went to the players and somebody had done a little video yeah, on their phone. Yeah. Dead silence when he got in there. Dead silence when he left. He talked to the team for four minutes. There was no, hey, clapping. This is what I heard. I mean, from the video, it was he comes in, it was like a tomb. Yeah. Because you've got guys that you recruited to say, hey. Yeah. you know. But look, players can transfer to different schools. Now they have the transfer portal, it's called. So they don't have, they're not stuck at a school if they don't want to be. This has happened all the time in college football. It just doesn't necessarily happen at Notre Dame. And and so how it was perceived by people that are that like Notre Dame football, how dare you? How could you go? Good, you know, go. And some were like, okay, if you don't want to be here, go. I mean, it's like me. I I love Notre Dame football, but I I kind of think that he's I think he felt I can't get any further than what I got here. It is a little bit weird, though, because, I mean, as you were just telling me before we were on mic, uh, Notre Dame could possibly get into a championship. If two teams lose today, theoretically, Notre Dame could right. get into this game. And let's say now... To the final four. To the, the final four. Right, right. Is he damaging? Because now team morale's got to be... Well, actually not. They've got He can coach this game, Marcus Freeman. He can coach if they get in. See, Brian Kelly was thinking... He, and, so and Brian he, Kelly can't coach. He can't it. coach the team anymore. He's the official head coach now of LSU. Okay. Right. So when they made these picks to see who were going to be in the top four, they said, "Oh, it may be held against Notre Dame because they don't have a head coach." So that's why they had to kind of move quickly, knowing, "Hey, we're not having Brian Kelly come back. He's not going to coach this team." Now, some people ask Brian Kelly. Would he have stayed if Notre Dame was entrenched in the top four and couldn't be moved out? Would he stay? Would he have stayed? He said it's a hard question to answer. I don't know what I would have done. So you got to figure, instead of saying yes right away, I would definitely or leave after or whatever. But why do you want that? I mean, you're going to try to coach a team and they're not knowing that you're leaving anyway. He's not going to stay at Notre Dame. He's agreed to go to LSU. He's not going to get that kind of money. He's not getting ninety-five million dollars from Notre Dame. So the players at Notre Dame, sorry I wasn't clear. Yeah, when, when they introduced Marcus Freeman, the strength coach was saying they were going to do a team run. Everybody on the team was going to do this big team run. And he said, and I want to introduce the new head coach. When he came walking in, thunderous applause. It was amazing. And that's what you want. 
You want your players to buy in, and he recruited some of these guys. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I I think this Marcus Friedman guy sounds great. I mean, he I, does. I was five years old, African American guy, who's the second head coach. Ty Willingham was the first African American at Notre Dame to coach football. He's the second, but this guy is. I'm telling you, he just has a presence about him when you see him. When you see him on the sidelines, when he coached the defense, he never panicked. He'd sit his group down if they gave up a touchdown. Just looked them in the eyes, and there was a belief that they were going to get things done. And they improved from the beginning of the year. If, and I say this because I'm an Notre Dame fan, whatever. If they play, they only lost one game to Cincinnati. If they played Cincinnati right now, they would beat the University of Cincinnati. They were in the early stages of learning offense and defense, new systems, new schemes, and everything. Had they had him now, if they played Cincinnati today, how now, long has Marcus Freeman been a coach? And well, he's he's coached. Oh, he's coached at Cincinnati. He's coached before at other schools, but this is his first year at Notre Dame. Game. Now he had an opportunity. Funny little side bit, and I'll, we'll we'll move on in a little, little second. He had a chance to go to LSU to be the new defensive coordinator down there, but he knew there was an upheaval of the coaching, so he turned down that job and took the Notre Dame job. And look at how it turned out. Brian Kelly goes to LSU, where he might not have kept Marcus Freeman, and now he gets the job. At Notre Dame at 35. Yeah. Who is, I'm telling you. And just just for clarification, I wasn't uh, amazed that he had six kids. It's just because I'm 35. No, that's, I, I, don't, I didn't I, even I know that cat. either. I didn't even know that I, either. I heard, I heard that, like, because I, I don't, like, get into the in depth reading everything about every coach, but it was mentioned. He's 35 years old. He's got six kids. I'm like, holy cow. That's a lot of delegation being that. Defensive coordinator. It's a Notre lot of Dame. work. That's a, yeah. Again, I, I have a cat. So a jelly you, in those dead right. Heads. So if you can balance that, a family like that, you can handle this job. I really believe he's going to do a good job. Is he going to win national championship right away? No, but the dream scenario would be Notre Dame, LSU, college yeah, football. Notre Dame crushes LSU. No, and Notre Dame wins because I would always root for Notre Dame, except. Your mother, who has now decided because she loves gumbo, is going to root for LSU along with Notre Dame because we've also been to Louisiana, which and I like LSU. Don't get me wrong. Louisiana seems they have great helmets. I love I love Louisiana State University. Louisiana seems like super cool. I, I I like I like all that. Um, I mean, just in the story, and it, again, it's something I I think Brian Kelly handled this wrong. Right, and I think that how long was he coach? Over ten years. Over ten years. Okay. Um, Okay. So he's coached his team. How much does he make at D well, Notre the, Dame? Always, it's been reported he made three point five million up to six a million, year? whatever. Right. But if you're going to make double your salary, you're going to make ninety five million dollars a year. Plus, another thing that you don't have at Notre Dame is you can't control the admissions of who you can come into. The admission office has to say this player, this student doesn't meet our qualifications. And they're not going to make any dip in that to get players in. They did it only a couple of times during the Lou Holtz era. But other than that, you have to have a certain grade point average to get in. You have to be able to do certain things to get in. Where, And I'm not ripping players going other places, but the academic standards at Notre Dame are higher than LSU. So that's why he couldn't get certain players to come in there. And that happens at Stanford. That happens at you know Northwestern. Oh, yeah. There's a different thing than a different vibe at LSU. They're like money-driven LSU. They're paying coaches. 
LSU's also got a warmer, you know, people want to go At, there. And Mikey, then also it's not super like a religious school too. And not like into knock Notre Dame. No. But it's just easier to get that's recruits. That's part of it too. You're going to, that's, you're yeah. playing in Louisiana. You're playing in Alabama. Like if Alabama and Kentucky and, and Notre Dame are going after a player. Now Brian can tell you, say, hey, you know what? When he was there, this is what Nick Saban's going to go and say, yeah, you see all these championship banners here? You see all the guys I'm sending to the NFL? Well, Notre Dame has sent players to the NFL too, but Alabama just reloads. They don't recruit. They just, yeah. they don't even have to, well, yeah. you know. They get the five stars. They get the four stars. Notre Dame gets some, but they're not going to, but they also have to deal with academics. And when your coach has to deal with that part too, it limits what you can bring in. And that's a big part of it. And money for football programs drive the university. Football and basketball are your money makers for the university. They pay for the other sports. They pay that kids want to go here not only for the academics, but hey, every Saturday I can watch a great football game. Every, you know, we can have our tailgate parties. We can watch LSU win games. We can watch Notre Dame win games. You know, that's a big thing too. It's money driven. That's why coaches get this much money. Lincoln Riley was offered, rumor from when he left uh, um, Oklahoma, he was offered $15 million by LSU and he turned it down and he went to USC and he's getting $12 million a year. So there is big money to be made oh, sure. in coaching. Yeah. James Franklin of Penn State got a seven-year extension on his deal because they thought he may go to USC. You know, Mel Tucker, who's... The coach of Michigan State got a 10-year, $95 million deal just signed. There's a lot of money for coaches to be made in college football. And there's a lot of money that's paid to coaches who've been fired by teams that they still owe these guys year after year to pay off their salaries after they fire them after two or three years because of how much money they make. Like Nick Saban, I think, gets 9 or $10 million. He could easily get $30 million a year and he's still bringing more money into the university because he's Nick Saban and what that football program's done. Right. That's how important it is to have a football coach that, that wins. And that's not concerning the Aflac money that he makes. No, which are great commercials with Deion Sanders too. It's great, but yeah, that I mean, he has a but he does do um, he builds houses for that Habitat for Humanity when Tuscaloosa got ravaged by. He builds, for every national champions they've won, he's got like 13. He's built 13 houses back in Alabama. So he gives back, you know what I mean? But he gets a lot, but he gives back too. But that's, look, I'm yeah. not, I don't want to no. bash Brian Kelly. Money is money. I don't know, like, Mike, if you got, if you were at one place, if you were a Ranger, free agent, and somebody is going to offer you that kind of money, you got to think about. Yeah, it's just like Zach says, weird that he left. Like I said to you, right. the first thing I said was like, oh, but they still have a shot to make the exactly. championship this year. Exactly. So I figured, but I don't care that he left. I just figured he'd do it at the end of the season. Right. But I guess he was worried that, oh, $95 million, they're going to turn around and give it to somebody else tomorrow if right. I don't take the job right. today. And his his jo his thought was, oh, maybe I could stay, coach them, but you can't be in two places. You know what I mean? You got you're either committed to Notre Dame now. Could they have waited to find out and announce it tomorrow if Notre Dame's in or not? Saying, hmm, "Geez, you know LSU, uh, let me finish out coaching Notre Dame 
and then we'll talk, and I'll let the players know, win or lose, I'm leaving, or win or, lo- or, or lose, I'm definitely leaving. Winning, maybe Notre Dame sweetens the pot. I don't get into how, because you always see different reports of how much coaches make, you know what I mean? Because it's never totally true. This It could be, I heard the first, it was $105 million for 10 years. That was the first report. Then it went to 95, but it's the perks if you're, Coach of the year, you get five hundred thousand. If your team wins ten games, you get five hundred thousand. So you're going to make money at LSU. And the thing is, he built just built a beautiful house like a block away from Notre Dame uh, Stadium, from the campus. And now he's moving to LSU, and they're going to give him a loan to get a house. He's staying in a hotel right now, but they're house hunting. They're going to he's going to be helped. He's not going to worry about. This or that, Brian Kelly, like a regular person trying to buy a home. Yeah, I'm not worried about any. That's going to be taken care of. Football coach, right? <laughs> exactly. Football coach. Like you, you work at certain places to get to a peak, and to a lot of people, like when I was growing up, Notre Dame was one of the premier jobs. You, you would never think a coach would leave. You get fired, but you wouldn't leave it. But it's a different time now. It's a different, different time in in in, in sport. And there's money to be made. And there's always been poaching of coaches from, oh, that guy's really good. He's the hot coach. He's the hot assistant. Let's pull him. Let's take him. That's happened forever. But happening in Notre Dame, shockwaves. My God, it's one of the premier jobs of the country. One of the top five, top ten. But money talks. It always has. So if you really want to bash him, go on Twitter and look at some of the stuff that they've been putting up because... LSU too. Also, you put like a finger up to make the L, and everybody's going. That's how. That's what's going to happen with the LSU now. They're going to start to lose now because Brian Kelly's there. So all those little things are coming out about him and whatever. And like you said, yeah, it could have been handled better, Mike. You're right. But if you either move quick or you don't move at all, and this is what would happen with the with this situation. So I wish him well. I really do. I don't have any ill feelings. I don't want to wish anything bad. I just hope Notre Dame continues and on, on the path they're going, and Marcus Freeman wins a national championship in the next few years. But uh, or this year, or, the, yeah, or, this, yeah. or this year, yeah, Michael, that would be uh, something. Yeah, that would be something because, like I said, I think only what I read, and if it's true, only one of the staff that he asked to go went. He asked Tommy Reese as the old coordinator. He asked Marcus Freeman. They both said, no, we're staying. Obviously, Marcus Freeman gets the job. They were talking about, in fact, the Cincinnati coach, Luke Fickle, might take over for, for at Notre Dame, but his team is in the playoffs. And he said, I can't go. I mean, we're, we're ranked third in the country. How could I leave my team now? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, <laughs> and Brian Kelly leaves in the ranked sixth. So right. So it goes to show, you know. Right. Okay. So it's, it's just... Funny the way things work out, how it worked out, but it's money. It's always going to be money-driven. College athletics is money first because they want to expand the playoffs. They want to get more teams in it. They want to play more games. The more games you play, the more money you make, the more TV money you get, the more the universities get. And the other thing with Notre Dame being an independent, and then we'll, we're going to go on. Since they, they're an independent, when they go to a bowl game, they don't have to share the money that the bowl, they get paid to go to a bowl game. If you go to a bowl game and you're in a conference, it's split up after your expenses and everything by the rest of the teams in the whatever conference you're in. 
When Notre Dame makes it, since they're an independent, all that money goes into their coffers. They don't have to share it with anybody else. They play in the ACC for every other sport except football. They play basketball in the ACC, baseball in the ACC. But they play football alone. We're an independent. We don't. We have our own contract with NBC. We don't need a national, like a network made just for Notre Dame. We have our network already. It's NBC. And when our home games aren't on NBC, we're prime time on ABC. Any network that, you know, loves to have Notre Dame because they draw people. Either you, they're like the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Yankees. They're polarizing. You either like Notre Dame, you hate Notre Dame. There's no middle of the road for like, oh, no, Notre Dame. You know what I mean? It's like the Yankees. Hmm. Everybody, you know, Yankees, oh, they buy players, they do this, they do that. They have one recently, so they're not as hated as much, but they're still polarizing when they start to win again. And that's the same thing that's going to happen with Notre Dame because you get the arrogant fans. People feel like we're number one. You haven't done anything since 1988. You haven't won a championship. Keep quiet. You get what you deserve. You're always on the outside looking in, people think. So that's my take on it. I I wish Brian Kelly and his family well, but I wish Marcus Freeman and his family a little bit more. And I'm happy that they have him. I think this is a great hire. I'm thrilled to death about this. I really am. When he got, when he left, I was thinking right away, they got to keep this guy. They've got to keep this Marcus Freeman, and he's there. So that's my take on it, and uh, I hope I didn't turn anybody off uh, from that, but you know I love Notre Dame. But to a, a sunnier thought, Michael, Always Sunny in Philadelphia premiered, was it Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday. We'll take over Mike and Melissa. Tell me, what do you think? Is it? They had their record-breaking season 15, longest-running live-action sitcom, and uh, still gets better every every season. Uh-huh. It's not, they put two episodes out the first. The first These one. are half-hour episodes? Yes. They were unrated. They were not able to rate it. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were on, uh, yeah, I watched it the next day on Hulu just because I didn't want to watch it with commercials, but no, they were... The one, the first episode was all about the 2020 election <laughs> and how the gang was basically they irresponsible. They had a hand in all of it. Yeah, they had a hand in all of it. Somehow they're responsible <laughs> for all of it. They wow. were uh, little spoilers. They uh, Their guy didn't win the election, but uh, they, they were Kanye 2020. They were all, they were all, as they, was I, as was I. They were, all, they were like, did you see a stage presence? Because then you'd, you know, you'd understand why. But so, <laughs> their second episode was great, which I, I thought was funny. I They post because it's on FX. So uh-huh. FX Networks like posts their stuff. And they like liked a comment that I made because they really like because uh, they really they reward longtime fans with Melissa. You'd know this. They had this character on their most recent episode, whose name is Pepper Jack. And he's he, back. He was yeah. He's a oh. pimp. Uh, Pepper Jack, and he loves Fraggle Rock. A lot of intense uh, energy he has. He's he hasn't been on since season four. And then now season fifteen. So he's been off the show for eleven. Yeah, yeah. he he yeah. wasn't on at all since then. Also, uh, since another the, fan favorite, Don Cheadle was there. Yes, yes. There's a wow. not not actually Don Cheadle. <laughs> there's this guy who has been on a reoccurring yes, character yeah. who he is 
pretended to be Don Cheadle. He's also pretended to be Tiger Woods. <laughs> really? But when he introduces himself, he's genuinely like, I'm not playing. He's like, hi, I'm Tiger Woods. Like, that's how. <laughs> then they had him on. Uh, like again, that. So actor. this is a guy. This is an actor that does this, or he pretends. Yeah, like in, in like other places. To in be the in the lore of the show, he's okay. an actor, but he he's says, Don Cheadle, I don't know "Yeah, he <laughs> says he's Don, Don Cheadle. Cheadle." Well, he was like, "I'm, ta- I'm Tiger he's Woods." Also Tiger Woods. Yeah. yeah, he's like, "I'm Tiger yeah. Woods," and like, "You're not Tiger Woods." Like, all right, I gotta come clean. I'm actually an actor. My name is Don Cheadle. Like, that's <laughs> how. But, but the really even funnier thing is. It's Jeffrey Owens from the Cosby Show. Yeah. So this it's That's an actor the guy who is yeah. the guy that was working at uh, yeah the, who like had a, Trader Joe's yeah, or something who had You're a great kidding. yeah yeah so he's been on oh, Sunny that's since great. since the uh, what was it like the gang gets invincible or even yeah, yeah. when they uh, they try the movie Invincible like you know when there's like the fans try out and make the Eagles team yeah they, yeah they, oh god they did an episode of that where that happened story? yeah 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 and uh, you know it's funny because now it's Christmas time too in that episode the coach who you know when Dennis and all of them tried out for the team was uh, played by Faison Love. From, uh, you know... Oh, sure, Elf. From Elf, yep. So, I like the store manager. I think he was always your favorite oh, character love, from that, that character. I, 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 but so, me up on that. In, that. in that even episode, they're like, was that the guy from the Cosby show? He's like, that's not the guy from the Cosby show. Yeah, because he pretended to be Donovan McNabb. He was, he was like, I'm Donovan McNabb, and I'm here to give you an inspirational speech. But then they also, just bring up Sonny, too, and this is relating with football. Yeah. Uh, they did... They do a Sunny podcast, which they kind of stole our idea, but that's fine. That's but fine. That's they, fine. Uh, it means in, they're fans of the show. Yeah. Right. Right. In the first season, in 2005, they made a joke about how Mac wants to break Tom Brady's arm because <laughs> the Patriots just had beaten the Eagles that week. And now they're like, which I think, you know, relating to football is a great point. They're on for 15 years. Their season's 15, and they're, Tom Brady's still in the they're NFL. Still playing. And they're like, that longevity is is insane. Are they any of these guys from Philadelphia in the cast? Or are they just picked Philadelphia to be the... I think... Uh, I don't think Char- Charlie's from New England, but yeah. Mac and Dennis, like Rob uh, McElhenney and uh, Glenn Howerton, they're both from Philly. Right. Okay. And so they, I was just curious, why Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Because they, they were going to do it. I think their first idea was to be actors in L.A. like they were, but they just they wanted a job that, that could help set them up to be horrible people, and <laughs> owning a, a bar in Philadelphia seemed like the perfect spot. So you're, you're saying this hasn't lost its steam yet? No. This is still hilarious. They're still all funny together. It's it's an ensemble cast that's been it could go on for years. Yeah, the, like, I think uh, me and I'll Melissa. Watch it forever. We yeah. I think me and Melissa have talked about this. the only way I'm I would be okay with the show ending is if Danny DeVito passes away. Uh-huh. Whenever yeah. that, because now he's getting way up there in age. So right, but right. like. That's the only because I can't. It's not like it has. At least lost I anything. need one more episode though. After he goes, I need like one more Frank's funeral episode. Yeah, yeah. And if that's where they want to leave it, okay. Because they are, they I, do. I mean, even their like I said, their second episode because they. There were a few episodes, like, when there was that purge of all these streaming episodes of shows that were like getting taken off mm-hmm. because of insensitive things or whatever. A lot of. So, uh, five sunny episodes were pulled 
from that because of right, things right. that they deemed like oh weren't good for TV anymore. So then it was their newest episode, their second episode of the season was about because one of the things and you guys have seen it, is when they make their lethal weapon five yes. and six. Yes. So they're like, well, what they they come in like the premise of the episode is Frank comes in and is like, they removed our episodes from the library, which is like to the audience, you know, like from the streaming library, but they're like, oh, from the actual Philadelphia library that they were like, (laughs) yeah, somehow we had them there. But then, so Frank's all pissed about that. And then they're like, well, what do we do? Oh, well, naturally we got to make lethal weapon seven. (laughs) So they do that, but then they make like a whole big, you know, joke about that. The way they're like, their social commentary is great. And like how it's better knowing like, one of the best episodes ever, in my opinion, is the gang tries desperately to win an award, which the bar, they try to win the best bar award, but it was supposed to be how they've been a TV show and haven't won an Emmy yet. Oh, so it's, like, the I way see. that, like, it parallels, like, what's going on. They're, they're, I feel like they're one of the only shows that could do that so well. Yeah. And the it's, gra- yeah. It's, not effort- it's, like, so effortlessly done. The, but, the greatest thing about them is that they're, like, proof that, there really isn't like cancel culture or anything like that. They evolve with the times. They're just they're just as out there right. doing ju- just great stuff. But they listen. They learn. They they go with it. Where a lot of comedy kind of stalls and just gets angry. Or so they're just they're they're just as good, if not better, now than at least the yeah. They they poke fun at themselves kind of too, yes. obviously because of the way they talk their banter with each other and, and oh, everything yeah. else. And, and and like like even Zach was saying, like they're not. Where some people like will double down on like, oh, you don't think this is funny, but I'll show like this is like they they will double down like the show like they will back up themselves like Charlie even says in the episode about like their episodes being removed. He's like, well, you know, we only made those to show how not to do it like that, like how bad it I is. We're only they get put up in the first place. Yeah, that's like Dennis is even like maybe we should let sleeping dogs lie and not try to worry about this. Mm-hmm. But it's like mm-hmm. but even so they do back their own comedy. Like they don't they don't regret making anything or doing anything like that. But also like they they do evolve with the times where it is. They're on their record breaking fifteenth season. They got renewed for sixteenth season, like how when many, they got this deal. I mean I'm sorry, how yeah. many episodes a year do they do? In the earlier seasons, it could any be be anywhere between like ten to fifteen, but now it's so oh, it's always a ten ten episodes. So is that Part the reason? Is yeah. that the reason why then the they don't get nominated because they don't do? Is it because you have to do a certain amount of episodes? Because I can't well, believe it's never the been Academy it's, Charlie. Yeah. it's never been nominated at all. The show it has now, like since because they made that episode in what season nine. Or something like that about not getting a, a nominated. Right, they've they've right. since been not. I don't think they, they got still, an Emmy. No, the, that, a nomination. They I think they did get nominated since then, but they I know that they won some like independent award or something like that. There's yeah, look at the awards like that. Yeah, like there was that. like yeah. some. It was I mean, funny because like they've never not even an Emmy, but just any award like for TV right. they didn't really win, and then that season they made well, that FX episode. Almost- didn't even know they existed on their channel. Yeah, they they really? did mention like how FX they don't have like they're not you know you have to like send out videos and right. stuff and like try to petition stuff and they're like they one time they were doing an interview with the, the cast and one time they did win an award like not an Emmy but it was like a some like I don't even want like some award for like Independent Spirit or something around that right. and like 
when they were announced that they won, nobody was there and all that stuff because FX didn't even tell them they were nominated. You're kidding. So they ended up winning the award, but none of them were there to accept or anything like that because they were like, yeah, we found out we won like the next day. We didn't even know we were up for any award. Oh my goodness. So it's like, yeah, they... But I feel like that's the way they kind of fly under the radar in the sense they almost prefer that even though they don't get like the... Because if they were a show that like won an Emmy in their first five seasons, they would have been canceled at their seventh season. Because if they had... They, they fly under the radar perfectly. Yeah, I've got... I'm, they, looking, I'm looking up here. There's stats. There's not even an awards section on uh, their Wikipedia page. Yeah, so I, I, I do know for one Wikipedia that they did page. win like an yes. award that season for getting like that, oh, we never win an award. But it wasn't, again... They they still never won like an Emmy, something that somebody would be like, oh wow, like national recognition. Yeah, it could have been people's choice. <laughs> you know, right. that something, it yeah. really it could have, I think it, it was something like that, like an indie award, like in that sense. So they were like, oh, we still won an award, but nobody told us, you know, so. So they do 10 or 15 episodes, but they film it in California, but they do the exteriors in, in Philadelphia, like just some of the. Well, the opening yes. shot was like not meant to be anything. What they have now is like their opening was just kind of something they put on, like, you know, the rough draft, but it just worked so well. Like they just kind of took a camcorder and drove around Philly and just like took videos of it at night, and that just became their thing with the, you know, the little. Yeah. song that they play for it. I, I mean, don't know if we'll get copywriting infringements here or not. No, because well, that's, <laughs> they can't even because that's like, even though now I associate it with it's the Sunny theme song, that's like such a, like, what do they call those? Um, like the Happy Birthday song. It's like an open, like, nobody can trade oh, yeah, the, the arc the, type the, thing. Yeah, well, Happy Birthday they, isn't. They it's one of those, it. oh God, what is, yeah, yeah. It, they, they, they like could, a domain. Yeah, public domain. All their music is public domain. Like, you could get that and put it in that, like, a lot of the YouTubers that I use that had listened to had used that stuff for a while. And yeah, like Melissa was saying too, they did just like they just shot like around Philly. Like I made a point like when me and uh, Juliana had visited right. Philly, we went like over down Market Street down because the, they just filmed like the most like some iconic like places like in Philly. Bell, yeah, stuff like that, like down Come those streets. For the crack. And then <laughs> this is picture of the Liberty but, Bell but with but crack I, in it. Yeah. I cut you off, Mike, because I was so happy that Pepper Jack came back. Because oh. then that's a, that's a poll. <laughs> so, what did they like? What 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 was your your what did FX or Philly like? You, like the, the, oh, oh they, I you, just like wrote because they were they were uh, saying season fifteen's out now, and I just wrote like how they uh, like are really rewarding like longtime fans with stuff like that because you could just watch the episode not knowing. And, like, it's still a funny episode. But, like, if you watch the whole show and know that this dude, Pepper Jack, was on since... Pepper Jack. On I season four. I remembered him. Pepper Jack? Yeah. Oh, you know Pepper Jack? He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, he stole my... There's an episode where... It, they, thermos. they think Mac is a serial killer. So they try to, because they say that the serial killer is attracted to young attractive blonde women and they're like well that's like d doesn't fit the profile <laughs> oh, so then right. d is Sorry, almost trying bad. to d is almost trying to prove like i'm killable like We're i could be it. like We're so then she's hiding out and pepper jack mistakes her for like you know uh, a, a worker so he's like oh i want uh, i'll be your pimp and then 
Dennis basically has to, he's like, he's like, well, you can't take Pepper Jack's best hoe. He's like, I got to get paid. So then he has to, he has a Fraggle Rock thermos. And he's like, do you have, is that Fraggle Rock? Because Pepper Jack yeah, loves, Fraggle loves Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. <laughs> and oh then, but then, yeah, so that's in season four. And then in season 15, he pulls out the thermos. And he's like, he stole that thermos from me. So he hasn't been on for a, a, a 11 years. Yeah, it's not even like, he wasn't even like mentioned since that episode. And then yeah, he was just on. It's only been like one little scene oh, of one episode. One but that's again why it's great because it's like longtime fans know. Like they just say the name Pepper Jack. And if you didn't watch that one episode in season four, like again, he wasn't mentioned again. They've been on for all that time. If you didn't watch that one thing, you wouldn't know. But like oh a long time fans are like, holy like crap, that's <laughs> they that's they, they brought him back. And again, like they bring back a lot like that episode bring back a lot of great like they said the uh Tiger Woods, quote unquote Tiger yeah, Woods. That is one of my favorite running jokes on the show. Is that <laughs> but even Artemis, somebody was on. Oh, yeah, yeah, she did come back. Yeah, yeah. Artemis. I mean she, she she's director. way she's way more reoccurring than anybody else. She's like definitely one of the main reoccurring characters. But it's just like anytime they bring back That's anybody, they have some of the they're one of the only show they have one of the best, like I would say running like side characters like bill ponderosa everybody oh God, yeah. yeah everybody ponderosa, that they have. but that's why it's just the show just works so well and then they used to have way. roddy roddy piper on yes. two more than just one episode he did you, a few episodes yeah he too, was on right? for two yeah. episodes he was a wrestler called the maniac <laughs> and but he was like but did he live in his car you. was that the thing with him or in one he... yes in one episode he did it was basically like the wrestler <laughs> like they, they they took a lot from the it's, it's, oh you mean the, the the movie the Mickey Rourke movie really okay okay I I love Rowdy Rowdy Piper loved him so much oh god and, and yeah he was, Piper's pit yeah Piper's corner what was it his show he used to have on the WWE when they were on wasn't it Piper's corner or he would interview he had the interview show and then he yeah. beat up people yes, yeah 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 yeah. yeah. He was, <laughs> he, he, the he that our house is the timeshare yeah. <laughs> a, a wrestler actor before it was really cool to be a wrestler actor and he was a damn good actor john john carpenter loved him uh they live is a great movie but he was yeah he was funny i mean he had uh he's funny he would do it all the time that that you know like he'd have the people on and stuff he was a crack up that guy he was one of the best i was happy that they brought back like just in general just because they have some characters i'm like oh like some people they they do they are good at having a lot of side characters on a lot of times but like not in because they've had so many seasons they can have the luxury like i said like one character won't show up for 10 years but then they'll be there you know like if it makes sense but he was one that he came back like melissa mentioned before it was an episode where they got involved in a pyramid scheme and they sell like him a timeshare and he thinks that Dennis and Max's apartment is a timeshare, so he starts moving in, and it's all I like, want but, the big bed. yeah, he's like, I I need the big bed, guys. But that's but so it's just all their side characters though. But that's why the show just works because like it, it, it makes fun of itself too. Yes, and that's the, a, that's the thing about the, it. They this, don't take it too serious. And it is Piper's Pit, by the way. Yes, right? Piper's see. Pit. The, this is how long the show's been running too. And I only do this because I'm looking up at the. Uh, the autographs that you when you would go to Giants training camp, right? The second year, I think it was in two thousand five. That was the first year the show was on. You guys went there, and I had my friends over, right? And the show just premiered. It was like this, what the heck is this show, right? And to think about that now, that's two thousand five that the yeah. show, yeah, started, and it's still around. 
Yeah, know, it's 15 amazing. seasons. And it's funny, like that, like we all went to the Giants training camp, you watched that, yeah. and then like you got, you know, hooked on it from there. But I think it's funny, like Melissa, you found it on your own. And, yeah. Because like, yeah. there's a lot of, especially as being siblings and all, like far, like even in age, we always have introduced each other to a bunch of different things. But that's like one of the few things that like Zach found on his own, Melissa found her own, and then I, like, I remember coming home from school. And they would always have four episodes of Sunny on on Comedy Central, like right when you got home from school uh-huh. for like the next two hours. It was just four episodes of Sunny, and from that is how I found, it. found it. I would watch it on Comedy Central. Then they put the whole show on Netflix. I right. watched the whole thing on Netflix, and then like the whole entire reason I have Hulu. The whole reason is because Netflix dropped it and Hulu picked up all 14, you know, now 15 seasons. So I'm like, it really it influenced. I had Hulu before. Like, I remember the early, early, like, Hulu commercials, like, when nobody knew what the hell Hulu was. And it was like an Alec Baldwin was like a, an alien like yes, thing. And yeah, they were trying yeah. to market. Like, I got Hulu, like, a streaming service that nobody wanted before it was the Disney, Hulu, ESPN right. thing. I was like, yeah, I got to get this weird streaming service Hulu because of Always Sunny. That's... Which... Well, that's the way you have to get everything now. Basically yeah. streaming. Like you just got Discovery Plus. I got Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus. Because I wanted to watch a documentary about Gucci. Uh, yeah, I because wanna... of the movies out, so I figured, well, let me know the background of what's going on. I here. just want to give a little uh, info too, which I think is funny because it's a it's almost like a running thing in the family. I didn't know that. Uh, I remember we wanted to go for, I don't know if it was like Stevens, like some, we wanted to go and see. Fast Fear and Furious in theaters, which we didn't, because we were like, "Oh, about. the movie's three hours long. Let's right. not do that." And you and Mom now, so that was us wanted to do that, and we right. were like, "No way!" You and Mom wanted to see House of Gucci, right? With you know Lady Gaga and Adam Driver, Sounds like a horror movie title. And, and then you saw that it was almost three hours well, runtime, okay. and it we're was like, two no. hours thirty-seven minutes." In, in and fair, I'm like, in so pretty much to three us, hours. First. Yeah. It was three hours at like eleven thirty. Yeah, after uh, after all, uh, after a work. All of I us, need at least yeah. seven hours. After okay. all of us had just come out of work too. We were yeah. like, are we prepared for for what we're right. getting into? But you guys no, were. I was. But <laughs> yeah. You guys. Were. No, I apparently for you guys, it's not all about family. <laughs> <laughs> well, watching. I have to side with Melissa. Watching three hours of Fast and Furious is definitely hard work. So <laughs> I would, yeah. I would give is. that to you know that the is things I do for love. Yeah, that, and that family. Gucci movie, like part of it interests me because you know I, I like, but like Ridley Scott's all over the map, man. Like he. He's he's a little bit. Out Wait, of you didn't mind. see the last duel? <laughs> yeah, like, how did that work out? I I saw the commercials for. They pumped it a lot. It, I, it, it got. I'm pretty sure. It, and did you see he blamed uh, millennials? It's millennials it's, it's my was, fault. Yeah, he said millennials with smartphones don't want to see movies now. So which, that's why he blamed the bombing of the last duel. So the only people who go to see movies still want to see movies. Yeah, My friends will still go see movies. I'll still go see movies. It's my favorite thing to do. And honestly, that movie looked interesting to me. It did to me too. I thought this might be something, but I'm saying, am I going to sit in a movie? I mean, I don't know what, what's going to bring me to a movie theater. To see I think it the I last movie you saw in theaters was John Wick Two, right? With us? Yes, I, I think, think that's that, and the that last... was years ago. And, and that was—I just think it was a bad time to put that movie out. 
you know, you put, you drop that movie right as people are going back to the movies again, and then you're talking about the last duel. The last know? duel. Yeah, well, then you got you got Delta coming back in, all that stuff. Then you have like, okay, that movie's out, but also James Bond's out and Dune's out. So you right. got like, I'm going back to the theaters. I'm kind of you know whatever. Am I going to see a three hour medieval epic that I really that's like about like rape maybe and uh, uh, like it could have been someone was raped and they had to like right they had to have a duel it, for it yeah basically yeah. it's a heavy subject or do I want to watch the new James Bond movie or Dune or something like that that's why that was, it was just a terrible release timeline for that movie also Ridley Scott only made one good movie really <clears throat> Alien <laughs> and the one and I'm like and he's going out like he was pissed at people now I was like nobody wants to see a Ridley Scott movie I okay, think let's be honest about Ridley that Ridley Scott can deliver a lot of style but he's a little bit in his he's 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 high on himself. Does Matt Damon do a British accent? Matt yes. Damon. How how's that <laughs> how's that working for the British accent? Is it there sometimes? That a Boston accent it? It's, comes it's in. Like I, I didn't see it. I only saw that dragon movie. I only saw that trailer. The one thing I will say about accents that I heard this story, the uh, about Matt Damon. This has got nothing to do with what we're talking about, but his accent worked. They said the best. Um, Trevor Noah says this. The best. Africans accent he's ever heard in a movie has been Matt Damon's in Invictus <laughs> that he can do that South African accent okay. so I guess Matt Damon's at like like from what I've heard of the movie The Last Duels it's actually probably his best movie in years but it was really Scott really really Scott's his best movie in years hands down but well, no was it before this though yeah uh, really Scott's like Alien in 1980. It, people like Blade Runner, but Shot. here's the thing no. about Blade Runner, which is super annoying. The the the, the new Blade Runner. No, 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 no. that's no. my boy Daniel Villeneuve did the new Blade Runner. So we're talking about the the original Blade no, Runner. Wesley uh, Snipes is in Blade Runner. Am I wrong on that? No, he's in Blade. He's in Blade. Right. I forgot the wrong Harrison Ford is in the original Blade Runner. Yes, yes. Harrison Ford. I would rather see Wesley Snipes. What is Martin Scorsese, Ridley Scott, and Denis Villeneuve have uh, all in common. They they all have publicly said how much they hate the MCU. <laughs> Daniel Villeneuve said he hates the MCU. He said that he said that uh, superhero movies are tired and boring, and all the scripts look the same. Uh you know yeah, what? Maybe write a movie people want to go see. Yeah, <laughs> or just steal another book. The, 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 the crotchety hate I don't like. I don't like that. I, I don't like the the one thing I don't like about what the MCU movies I'm finding is everything's like the previs. So before you even get into the movie, it's like we have orchestrated all the battles that will be in the movie and we'll show you what they're gonna be. Now you have to fix them. Yeah, like listen, I don't like the crotchety filmmakers saying that they don't like I thought it was funny because yeah. they were all like that just happened to come up. Like I didn't mean to No 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 it's funny that they all say they like, all take three hours to tell a story because yeah. that's the other thing with it. You know, I yes. Mean, you should be able to tell a story in two hours, fifty you know what I mean? Something like that. I like for me personally, I don't mind a long movie if it's telling a good story or like if I'm interested in it. Right. I don't, but yeah, I, th I think that people do check out after a certain point. Like the reviews I've read of of the House of Gucci is they don't get into like the the trial part more of the thing. The documentary that I saw, the woman that she was she was convicted. The wife was convicted, twenty six years in prison. She only served like sixteen or seventeen years, but it was like a country club prison. She got to go like 
you know, to the pool. You know, she. it wasn't like she was locked up behind these big bars. She could walk around. She was going to go sunbathing. She had a towel. So I don't know, because well, I guess of her fame and everything, that she was able to get to a better prison or whatever. But I was like, she definitely planned to kill their husband. Yeah, I mean, yes, you know, and that yeah. was the thing that it wasn't like because she she was kind of a control freak with this man. She kind of like sought him out, went for him, changed his look. He had like a a bad tooth. She had him fix that tooth. She she changed his look. She was kind of from like a poor family. His father was against this marriage. How dare he wouldn't go to the wedding? The whole bit, and it was just. And then he ended up at the end of it selling the Gucci name because he was in so much in debt that he had. It, it was, it's just crazy. Like to have all that money and then it just yeah. Because they started to make things like they'd be sold at not high end stores, but just like little trinkets. And then name was losing it, and he bought out all of his secretly bought out all of his relatives, his cousins, and his and his uncle. Without telling him, he thought there was an Arab sheik that was buying it or, or someone like that. And it turns out that it's really Maurizio Gucci is buying out the family. And they didn't know it. So they're like, well, we're not selling to him because he had 50% control of the company. So he ends up buying out his uncle, his co- all his cousins. And Jared Leto is in the movie, too, playing one of the cousins and everything. Which uh, I can't, yeah. Like, the, the thing is, is like the casting seems bonkers in this movie. Well, Al Pacino, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Irons, Irons is in it. I, I, I like, really, I and, do love Adam Driver. I'd see it for, for Adam Driver. I love Jeremy Irons. It's just like, but it's like the bonkers balls Italian accents that you're hearing. This It's like, the, it's, it's almost stereotypical. I mean, not almost. It is. Well, I saw there was, like, this. Jared Leto's obviously in character or whatever. You know, he has this wit, you know, his hair. As the Joker. A guy I do not like. And he's talking to Al Pacino. And Al Pacino didn't know it was Jared Leto. This is a story I read. I don't know how true it is. But Al Pacino's going like, who the hell is this guy? And they're going, it's Jared Leto. He's in the movie with you. And he's like, Pacino didn't know. And then Pacino goes, Jared who? Exactly. (laughs) Did I make a movie with him before? Because, you know, it's Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah. We all love Al Pacino. He just right? needs his hair money now. Whatever, oh whatever he's he does doing. love to have that buffy hair. He really does love that hair. But it's Al Pacino. So, and in it's fact, there's three. The Godfather's on again. So I was watching. So you're that. watching that. You again. have to. You have yeah. to watch that when it's. Whenever on. Jack and Jill's on, I gotta watch that too. Yeah, yeah. for the for the Dunk Pacino. Yes, yeah, for Al Pacino. So streaming, though, I want to get to that just a, a little bit too, because it drives me crazy. Um, with all the different services that we have that you can't just get. Like, my cable company, I had Paramount. Had it. The network. The network, Paramount. Right. They took it away. Then they gave me two weeks of it for a free preview of it. Then my show that I like, Yellowstone, been waiting for it to come back. Also, just want to say this quickly: the number one show in the America. Last we did. The number one show in America look, is Yellowstone. It's a show, and I love you for dads. <laughs> I look, I like it, but why do I have it? And then I've got to get other stuff to go along with Paramount when I've already had it. Just give me the option of, okay, you got to pay two dollars extra a month. If I've got, I have Paramount Plus, but it doesn't get, it doesn't include the shows that are airing now. On Paramount, 
which is then why do I have plus? Wouldn't plus give me everything? Like I had to get Discovery Plus to get this documentary that I'm never going to watch Discovery Plus again. I don't even watch Discovery. Right. You know, so then you have ESPN, you have ESPN Plus. You have who I don't know if there's Hulu Plus or whatever, but why don't they just let you, all cable companies say, look, every channel you want, every station you want is going to be, this is how much it's going to be. Why give it to me, then take it away to add three other sh channels that I'm never going to watch? Well, that's the way it was in the beginning of this. And then, then with Hulu was when all the major networks got together and said, "All right, we're going to do our own streaming platform." Okay. And then so that made sense. And then, then all hell broke loose, and from there carved out. Well, CBS did CBS Plus, NBC did Peacock. Right. You know, you had some stuff on Netflix. The licensing rights for some stuff is nuts. I mean, you told me this that <laughs> it. Uh, what you call it? Yellowstone was on the Paramount Network, but right. you watch the reruns on or, Peacock. On Peacock, they ha I, I don't even know if it's on Paramount, but it says like when I watch the you know when I put the Peacock Network on, it says all three see all episodes you can get before it starts. You can catch up on all seasons prior to that. And I'm like, but it's on Paramount. Why? What's it doing on the Peacock Network? Wouldn't Paramount then? Want it to be, and I guess maybe Paramount showed it closer to because like, they still have the rights to it. I guess they sold some of the Peacock, but I'm like, now why? If I have Peacock Plus, okay, if I have to wait a week yeah. to get the episode, then I'm a week behind. But I can't find it on Paramount Plus. I don't even look. It just says Paramount because the first two they gave you a two week preview, so I saw the first two episodes. I'm like, great. Then I'm thinking, wait a minute free preview they're taking it away from me and this is crazy i had it before it came out and then all of a sudden it's gone and i but it's like that for for everything and i just don't i mean is it me or is like yeah. you get away from cable to get the streaming and they're, you're going to be paying just as much yeah streaming now has gotten everybody has a streaming service and they're all named plus because there's AMC Plus, Plus, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, Plus. like HBO yeah. Max. Yeah, you know, right. Like, it's like, all right. these. It's weird, but yeah, like if you wanted to have now, like it would be more than cable. If you wanted to have Peacock, Hulu, Netflix, HBO Max, you know, a uh, Paramount Plus, AMC Plus. Because if you wanted to watch and just get like Showtime Dead, and. Yeah. You know, Showtime and Stars mixed in with it too. You have yeah. to pay yeah, like, extra for that. No, some things okay. So with my cable company, which I pay a stupid amount of money for, but this is the barrel we're over. Right. I pay for that, and then I get net a Netflix subscription because of that. Right. I can I have Peacock because right. of that, but and Disney Plus. You well, pay? no, Disney Plus gives you Hulu and ESPN. Oh, okay. So and you get, but you get ESPN on your regular cable anyway. Right? I get ESPN on my regular cable. It's just as useless to me on the the the, right. the, the Hulu. But so like yeah, so I'm not watching NFL countdown Sunday mornings. No, I I miss it. I miss okay. it. With I, Sam Ponder in the gang. Okay, I just curious. I have not pondered with Sam Ponder. Sam Ponder, yes. Uh, like I love Mad Men. Mad Men right. used to be on Netflix. I could just watch Mad Men have in the background. 
The only place I can get Mad Men now, besides buying the episodes off Amazon, which I'm not doing, right? is, uh, I mean, I have the physical DVDs, but now it's a pain in the ass. I like to, to, I have the space for all my DVDs. Anyway, long story short, streaming makes it easier with that. The only place... USA Plus? No, no AMC Plus. AMC yeah. Plus, I'm AMC sorry. AMC Plus. So you can watch Mad Men and Walking Dead... And the seven Walking Dead spinoff shows. But there's no commercials on. There's no commercials. Okay, okay that's great. Well, most of them, too, to be fair, they have, like, a, a, like an ad version and ad-free. So you'll have to even pay more for no ads on most streaming services. I think the way, like, like AMC Plus is because they realize it's a small window. Is if, that you could only... That, but if you're getting AMC Plus, I didn't mean to cut you off, but if you're getting it, why would they put... Because they're already making money from you watching it. And you're getting away. If you're getting it, you don't want to see commercials. Well, so why like, would they even put? When last I, night, I, even think I don't that. even know what the hell's on Discovery Plus because I don't know what Discovery even has. Right. But you, when I was signing you guys up for the free trial, it was like, oh, ads or ad free. It's like right. if I'm getting Discovery, it was more for ad free. Yeah. That's it's like, nuts. It's yeah. like two dollars. I think it was four ninety nine. Oh no, 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 yeah, that, that yeah. Ma- yeah, that makes sense. What I'm saying, free, but. What what do you if I'm you're already getting me over? Why don't you just charge me five ninety nine then? And it, you know it would go right in the middle. You're gonna charge me four ninety nine for ad. obviously if I want plus I don't want ad, you don't want ads. I don't watch. I hate. Look, I got nothing against commercial actors and whatever, but you're watching a network show. Two minutes commercial. It's like people complain about football or stoppage and everything. You can't get a good flow going of a of, like you can't watch a movie on regular TV with the way TV, network TV. The, the, you can't. It's the impossible. Interesting thing with streaming is streaming kind of happened as TV got better than movies, and then like for me, it's like I never really like would mind a commercial. Like you, 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 you dealt with it, but now it's like when you're watching an episode of Mad Men, they're mm-hmm. not designed to have like okay a commercial break. No, episode. you want that continuum. You want the flow of it. Because it's, it's paced in such a way. HBO changed everything with that. Because it's not TV, it's HBO. Right. Uh, it, it it changed everything and, and shows got better. Streaming has become this thing that it's like... I've actually become so burnt out with trying to find the thing that I watch. And watching TV is my favorite thing to oh. do. But it's work, you're right. It's, it's work. Because yeah, because you're like, oh, if I want to watch this show, oh, well, it's... Like you said, it's a Paramount show, but Peacock has the rights to it. But do I have a sign for this now? Am I going to watch it with ads, or do I have to upgrade? Right. Or right. like, oh, God forbid something happens, and it's like, oh, my God, I have to sign back into this. What password for my 800 services <laughs> exactly. do I use exactly. to get into this? Like, So I watch a lot of YouTube videos. There's a lot of YouTubers that I like. That uh-huh. There's a movie review show that I love. There's some... Th- so Which the- we should be joining YouTube yes we should we should get a youtube presence and then a twitch presence which is something i don't even fully understand what does that stay up for a certain amount of time no, oh, twitch twi- is a new twitch is twitch is like live streaming we'd be killing it on twitch we, we our twitch streams would be well, great to, to lie and that, that sounds stupid but you obviously you need a recording device of some kind to twitch you can't use your phone to twitch right? no you need yeah you'll need like a almost professional setup where you'll need oh like to do a, yeah to, to yeah, have to a do twitch it. network but well, to, to watch twitch professional studio yeah. yes we we could channel. film a twitch stream in here as i understand what twitch streams are but definitely during the pandemic you can, like, exactly you can watch twitch anywhere like on your phone or whatever but if you wanted to stream yourself you would okay. need uh, you'd okay. need like a yeah so even when I'm watching the YouTube videos, now my favorite ones, they're just, they exclusively kind of live on YouTube. 
Right. But there's uh, you half of them. There's a service called Curiosity Stream that's just documentaries. And then if okay. you get Curiosity Stream with Curiosity Stream, you get Nebula, which is the better version of YouTube. Right. So it's like it's mind-boggling. Every place so from can, this, it's like a tree. Like YouTube has it, but it's also a branch off YouTube. And everywhere. So everywhere YouTube is, is getting. But even with that, there's also YouTube uh, Plus, Plus, which is a thing where you can watch. Like you know when you play music on like YouTube, but if yes. you close the app, it closes that. Yes. YouTube Premium, it's called. Like you can watch. Uh, you can watch videos without ads. You can play music and close your phone. And then you could also like download videos to watch offline. Sometimes when I like go to YouTube and I, I'm on my phone, if I'm because I've got to do ear yeah. pods, AirPods, yeah. AirPods, thanks to for my early Christmas present. Oh, okay. He knows. So, I do know. I, I have to say, mom, it because mom wanted to give it to him because his other ones. Broke. I had to know. Oh, okay. Uh, right, because right. I was like, one is broken, and I'm like, and I and I didn't meet. I wasn't fishing for it, but I'm like, and I know it's my fault. I broke my first pair because I blast. If I'm gonna play music in my, I have to have it loud because from my phone. I understand. Just having it, so I have them in. It's great. I've, every day I've used them. It's amazing. But they give you that free trial thing from YouTube that you. You know, it's like that one month free they give you, but I'm like, I, if I forget, then they're going to sign me up automatically. So I'm like, I always say no to it, but it's like you can make your own mix. Because I hate that too. You're playing a song or they make up a mix for you, but then all of a sudden you're getting a an ad for, uh, you know, sinus congestion. We can take yeah. care of it. Or if you live in the Hudson Valley, you can get uh, the, money the, off yeah, your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, are you kidding me? Or uh, it will play after ad and then you got to wait to skip... It just throws the flow off of everything. It's like commercials for television. I hate That's it. That's why Spotify is great for music. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, they get Spotify Premium. Again, because you can get yeah, free yeah, Spotify. Yeah, right. You can get free Spotify. Because mom has, or Liz, I should say, has has Spotify, but it's got commercials in it. So she doesn't have Spotify Plus? No, because she's working out, like, on her, like, she does her workout, and she's like, you know, God, I got this. You know, you can hear, like, damn. She's got a roll of songs, and then... It hits you with the commercial or songs you may like or whatever. But I just wish there was, and I know it's never going to be that way because sports are going to go that way. Everything's going to go that way. I mean, look, you, if you if you want to get the the uh, Ranger, the MSG network, how, I mean, that's a tremendous amount of money. Yeah, MSG Plus. <laughs> right. That's crazy. We don't even get MSG on my cable system. No. I don't get the Yes Network on. And there's games. like the Notre Dame streaming service. I don't get because that Because they're independent. Right. So they have all now their look, games like, on their streaming. Now look, I love Notre Dame, but I'm going to do as much info as I can on it, but I'm not paying for the streaming because you can get old games and interviews and everything, and it would be cool to have, but how much money am I going to spend on that when I need a new window for the you know the kitchen? I, I It's just insane of how much you, you can... I mean, it's crazy how much information you can get. My, but my, how much you have to pay to get that info? My information, like like my my cable and everything like that, is more than my car payment. I know, and that's and I don't think that that's uncommon. My well, I'm lucky that my car payment's pretty low. Right, but, but you, you you must pay like over three. I'm saying, or just about two. What are you paying? Two eighty to some, something. Two like two eighty. They won't name the cable company when it was two eighty, and then my, I got my cell phone through that too. So yeah, but but like right, yeah. And that's, when you think about it, and God, through the pandemic, if I didn't have any of that, I would have no, no. blown my brains out. But that's my, probably my biggest expense beyond rent 
like if it wasn't for sports, I wouldn't really need like the the networks. I wouldn't need two, four, five. You know, what I mean, there's no there's no shows that I'm looking like. Oh man, I because I know it's going to go to a streaming service after it runs out anyway. You know what I mean? Most of the shows like are going to go to if they're on NBC, they're going to go to Peacock. If they're on Channel Two, they're going to go to Paramount Plus. You know what I mean? So I'm going to see them. Sooner yeah. or later, but is and there like a nobody ne- watches stuff premiering now? You know, like oh, uh, because like I said, I could have watched Always Sunny, a show I love more than anything. Right. I didn't watch that on the premiere on FX. I watched it the next day on Hulu with no because ads. it's straight through, yep. it's straight yep. out, and you want that. So I don't need like the news I get from my phone. Yeah, news, the news you can't escape. News, right? Yeah, you, news but everywhere. Yeah, I don't wait for like when I was growing up in the old days it was six o'clock six thirty you had you know your jim jensen and on channel two and then walter cronkite at six thirty and that was it you know what i mean now 24 7 you're getting news from five thousand different services i mean you know it doesn't i don't need just channel two to be my news source or four or seven or five whatever it is there's cable networks there's they're all over peacock's got their own news things too so it's certain people that are like analyst on MSNBC or NBC or whatever, then they've got their own shows on the weekend on Peacock. That's crazy. So you're just like, you're inundated with it. Yeah. And, and, but I don't need, like, because I'm going to get it anywhere anyway. Like, same with sports. I have ESPN, ESPN Plus. I look at my phone every 20 minutes just to see, like, that's how I found out. Well, actually, I found out because Stephen texted me that Brian Kelly got the job. But I'm like, then I go right to it. Boom. It breaks right on your... It's crazy. There's nobody like you, like Walter Cronkite, you trusted back in the day. You had the, or it was Huntley and Brinkley or Harry Reid or whatever. Now it's like, who? Well, that, that's a whole other problem. But the, the streaming just, uh, and, and just, there's, there's so much good content too. There's so many right. good things right now. It's just hard to keep track that someone, when I get home now, it, it's just like, oh, okay, what I have to really think. I used to be able to like, this night I watch that, then I watch this. I still do that to some extent, but it's it's well. Basically, it's like for me, it's like Sundays are a big night because I got High Town, I got Succession. You have like so I've got to figure out: do I watch them when they premiere, or do I wait for the next day to have something to watch for? Right, you know, yeah. you got you know Power Book Two is back. You know, I mean things like that. So which one's High Town? High Town is is set in. Um, it's it's about um, drugs being sold. It's about cops that work in in, in okay. Massachusetts and and they're you know they're uh, it's not a bad show. Okay, it's the second season of it. If you want okay. to catch just, it, just, it's interesting. It's it, yeah. I like it. It's a good it's a good show. It's got like different things like drug dealers and and Louis Guzman was in it. So you got you've got to watch it if Louis because he's one of my favorite. Reminds me of my old boss Louis Guzman. It's amazing. You never see the two of them together like we said. <laughs> never see the two together. But I think we've done yeoman like work today. Yeah, if, if we could sort out streaming, that'd be great. Because if we could sort yeah, that out, I mean, it, this podcast we, will fix streaming. What we do is we open minds up here. Yeah, like there was a show on thirteen. It was called The Open Mind. I think it might still be on for all I know. And you just and this we'll is have what to we check do. A streaming here. service on. Uh, this is what we have, do. Well, you can get PBS Plus. PBS Passport, Dad. PBS Passport. PBS Passport. Right. Oh my God. Right, because I I do miss. I don't get PBS either. So and I miss like. There's my not, mysteries and my yeah. things on that. And then to do that, there's not one but two different British shows streaming. So BritBox, 
Right, and, and Britbox is an exactly. And it's like, what the hell? One of these do I get? PBS Passport, Britbox, Hearts War. What uh, was that one uh, that, that was on that I used to watch on Channel Thirteen all the time? He was an English detective during the war, but he oh, was, Foils War, Foils War, not Hearts War. That was Bruce. That, Willis. that was a terrible yes. Bruce. Yeah, Willis oh, movie. And, yeah, and Colin Farrell. We don't, we don't get talk into about Colin that. Colin Farrell movies. Miami Vice is still on. You know what's crazy too on my cable thing? I don't want to like bang this too hard before we go. But they finished the five seasons of Miami Vice, yeah. and they totally took it off my cable system. It's not there anymore. So I used to, like, at night, when I'm in bed... Watch some, some Miami Vice? I'm like, let me put on an old Miami Vice episode. Just see how crazy, not great it was when I thought it used to be cool when I watched it. And now I'm like, it's, it finished its seasons, and it's gone. Like, why would you take it off? It was... But that's that's also <laughs> another terrible and thing. And I won't get started with the fact I still can't get Centurion on a certain network that they took away from me, <laughs> and, uh, and I taped it, and then my my v, whatever they they're called the DVR DR. that I have my cloud whatever took it off. I know. I that's that's. I don't like the fact that they also take off movies that I have on there. It's like you need to start buying physical media again, but then it's where the hell do where you put all of it? Yeah, all I know. Of I know. It's crazy. Well, it's crazy. Mind. I mean, you could buy a movie, and like I could buy it. Yes. Yeah. But I'm not spending, not when I saw it for free all those times. And I watched it every day for spite. Yeah, and Mike will attest to that. You did. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it was on all the time. Every time I came over, the movie Centurion was on. I'm telling you, Dominic West. is a fantastic actor. Olga Kurienko. He's the next Prince Charles. Yes, in the crowd. I'm, I'm hearing that. Yes, yeah. And I like Dominic West. He's I got, love Dominic West. Yeah. He he does one of the best, and I we will edit transference of an English accent to an American accent. The Wire is amazing. He's, He's I'm amazing. Telling the Wire. Yeah. And, and he was also in the affair. You you didn't know the guy was. Yep. You know, it's amazing how good he does that. British character actors, they're the best. They switch better. Now, if you watch um, the movie, uh, the TV show Succession, they're from like Australia and whatever. Yeah. They have no hint. Yeah, Australian they, uh, they and British. They do an amazing American uh, accent, I guess we could say. Now, they, let's they, ask Lady Gaga to do an Italian accent. Yeah. <laughs> and she, some people said she did a great job. Some people said she didn't do a great job. But I'm not spending no, the, no offense Lady to Lady Gaga because it's going to be streaming sooner or later. I wish them well. She's gonna make a lot of money, Lady Gaga. Anyway, she's lovely, to Tony Bennett. She love loves that? Tony Bennett, so you gotta. She, I, 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 I love her. No, never a big Tony Bennett fan, but my dad was because Sinatra said he was that way. He's but the, Tony, God bless him. What is he? Ninety. He fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Yes. So ninety, which we have to say, December seventh. Yes. What is it, the uh, 70th anniversary this year, right? Twenty twenty. Uh, well, it was the 70th. It's the, yeah, I guess, yeah. It yeah, it's 1941. To, yeah, This wow, is 2021. Yeah. And I made a mistake. I said 2020 at one point. Wait. But it's 2021. And also, Brian Kelly's been there for 12 years, not 10. So I want that. I'm yes. sorry. Well, it's now, it's less than a month, 2022. It's so almost 2022. Yeah. So I, I said 2020 at one point, but... I, I lost a year with COVID, so it's okay. We all yeah, lost we a all year with COVID. December 7, 1941. This is 2021. It's yep. 70 years. Yeah, no, I know. It's great, right? Or is it 70 or 80 years? I think I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm terrible at math, so let me... 80 years. It's, it's 80, 80 years. That's, that's right. why I was... Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. 
That's right. It's I'm 80. Sorry. 70 80 seemed years. too low. I'm usually yeah. good at addition, but I, I panic there. But I get December 7th. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. You get a little nervous thinking about it. But, uh, well, live, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. 80, and we are live. So you we can are cut live, that part yeah. out that I got 70, because I'm good at math, adding anyway. <laughs> so I thank you, and we are going to start doing this more often. Because <laughs> I know the clamoring has been there. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure that our Spotify rap was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, thanks for listening. Thank you.